Welcome to Everyone Loved It But Me. My name is Lisa Hedger and I am your host. This is a podcast where we analyze super popular books and offer constructive comments. I'm a freelance writer, journalist, and editor in Central Ohio. Happy 2023. This is the first episode of the new year. And I thought I would be remiss if I didn't go through my favorite and least favorite books of 2022. So I'm going to share with you five of my most favorite books that I read in 2022. Some of them were written and some of them were published in 2022 and a few were not. And then I'll do the same thing for my least favorite as well. Not all of them were published in 2022, but I happened to read them in 2022. So this is a fun one and we'll be looking ahead very shortly to the 2023 books. Now on to the show. All right, so now I'm going to jump in to my favorite and least favorite books of the year. I've talked a little bit about where I have, where I stood really with, in terms of my reading goals. I've already talked about that a little bit. I mean, it looks like I'm probably in the mid 50s. I think my Goodreads account says 53, but I know there's two or three that I haven't put down yet and a couple that were not available on uh, a good reason for me to write a review, oddly enough. So that puts me compared to my, to 2021, I'd read 64, 2020, I had read 66. So being in the mid fifties, I'm definitely a little less, but not that, not that much less. And I'm, I'm fine with, with that number because like I've said before, this past year was really kind of crazy. I had a kiddo graduating high school and just a, a lot going on. So I'm going to talk about my best, my favorite books from 2022. I am going to highlight three of them will be books that were published in 2022 and two are books that were not published in 2022. The first one, this is like old school classic. It's the first time I've read it though. I read it for the first time in 2022. And it was Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. The original Frankenstein I had never read. I didn't read it in high school. I didn't read it in college as an English minor. I don't know why I didn't, but I really enjoyed it. I actually listened to it on audio and I felt like that really increased my experience. One of my book clubs read this one in October and I know some people found it to be a little slow at certain parts. You're kind of the mechanism of telling the story is kind of a person telling a story within a story, which I know can be a little challenging. I loved it in audio. This would be an excellent fall um, book club book. It's a wonderful discussion book. Someone in our book club spent a lot of time doing the research on the author, Mary Shelley. She's just, she was super fascinating. So, and again, it was just completely different from what I expected. So, I went into it with one expectation. I was completely surprised. I really, really liked it. And that's why it's making my top five lists of my favorite books of 2022. Like I said, obviously that one was not written in 2022. Um, Also on that top five list, 
is how the word is passed by Clint Smith. This one also not written in 2022. I highly, highly recommend this for your book clubs for Black History Month. What he did was he visited so many different locations, such such as Monticello, where, you know, slavery was, was alive for many, many years. And he talked to tour guides there and he went to many different locations over several months and showed how the tour guides, how the people of these different entities grapple with trying to tell the public the true history, you know, while it's also essentially a place that tourists go. So you're really struggling with being honest, you know, how brutally honest are you going to be? And I would love to see him actually revisit some of these places every five years, every decade to see how that message continues to change. And I I just thought that this was so interesting because I've I've not like gone to Monticello, for instance, and I've wondered like, well, if I take my kids, like, what is it going to be like? Are they going, is, is it going to be this glamorized type of, you know, little story where the truth is going to be hidden. And this book really delves into how people in these places are really trying to be honest and share and and the phrasing and the word choices that they use, you know, talking about enslaved people and not always using the word slaves, right? Like just how that changes enslaved people. Very powerful, very powerful book. I highly, highly recommend it. One of my book clubs also read that book. I mean, you'll notice a, a theme here. Some of my favorite ones are are books that, that my book clubs have read. And this was something that someone had suggested. And it was an you know, excellent discussion. I highly recommend it. So this is probably... I don't know if it's number three per se, but it's pretty high up. It's definitely within that top five. This is a book published in 2022. It's The Swimmers. And The Swimmers, and this is written by Julie Atsuka. This one, I'm not seeing it on a lot of the top 2022 books. However, I highly recommend it. It is a shorter book. It's it's kind of what I call like a quiet book. So there's not a ton of, of plot and action and characters. But you start the book and you get to meet all these people who swim laps, you know, at their local pool. And I just adore that. My daughter was a swimmer for 10 years and I would often go to our local Y and swim laps very badly. But I have always loved it. It's one of my favorite, favorite forms of exercise. And the book kind of, you know, again, it starts out so charming. All these people are really clinging to swimming because it helps them deal with their anxieties and stress of everyday life. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's like a hole um, in the pool. And the pool, what will happen? Will it close? And now folks are not able to just swim every day like they have been able to in the past and how that impacts so many people and you know one character who's battling dementia 
and how she grieves and how the loss of that healthy lifestyle habit of swimming each day impacts her. It's, it's a really sweet book. It's, you know, a little hard, right? Because we deal with dementia, but it's just written in such a unique way. Highly, highly recommend it. I was going to say, I'm not sure, you know, this one, it could be a book club book for sure, but just, it is a quieter book. It's one that I just recommend you, you just can devour it. I think even in probably a, on a snowy afternoon, if, if you haven't read it. Now, my my other top 2022 book is The School for Good Mothers. And I think I've mentioned this one before. This was another one I read in a book club. And it's described as a dystopia. I didn't think of it as a dystopia at all. Now, I could see where some people do. But to me, I actually kind of envision part of this happening, right? So it starts out, you've got a mom who's super stressed out. You know, she and her husband are separated. She's working. She's got her little toddler, leaves the toddler alone for a little while, faces super, super serious consequences. And then things do change. There's there's some parts that, that develop in a way that you may or may not disagree with, but wow, like the conversation about this book, what it makes you wonder about motherhood and mothers who don't have the same financial resources as other moms. This, this is an excellent, excellent book, especially, and it really, really is an excellent discussion book. I just absolutely, it's one I still think about, and, and I read it fairly early on in 2022. So highly recommend that one. And my number one book of the year, hands down, no question about it. It's, you know, even when I had this book sitting around, you know, my middle schooler was like, Mom, I can't believe you're reading that. The name of the book is I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. I highly recommend. I tell people it doesn't matter if you've never even heard of Jeanette McCurdy. She is a celebrity. She's been on shows like iCarly. So I knew of her as Sam in iCarly because my kids watched the show. So I didn't really know her that well. I would just, you know, just knew of her because my kids always had that TV show on and I'd be, you know, running from room to room and and would, would hear it. But this story is super powerful. So she adored and idolized her mom and, you know, did so much for her mom. It took most of her, it took her many, many, many years to realize that her mom had an eating disorder and encouraged her to have an eating disorder. Certainly her mom has, I think, a number of mental health conditions that were left undiagnosed. I just highly, highly recommend this book. I think her story, the, the reason it resonates so much is because I think that her story is one that many, many celebrities have gone through. You know, I think of like a Drew Barrymore. There were so many celebrities who've had similar types of stories. This, however, is is really one of the best written memoirs that I have read showing what happens, you know, when a parent is pushing their child into becoming an actor 
and how how that impacts them. I I hope that we're going to read more from Jeanette McCurdy because I really feel like writing is is her one of her top talents and I hope that she continues writing. I think she will. I, I've heard other people say, oh yeah, she, she's going to keep writing. So I do hope that, that that continues to happen. So those, that no, hands down, you guys, that was my number one book of 2022. Now I'm going to have a quick break. I just always want to remind everyone that this is a one woman podcast show. So I really do appreciate your support. You can support me by, you know, offering up if you enjoy the show, a five star rating and review wherever you listen to the show, posting about my show on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, telling your friends and relatives about my show. That would be a huge, huge help to me. And it really would help to to grow this community. And now, you know, because of course this is everyone loved it but me. <laughs> That's the name of the show. So you've got to hear my least favorite books of the year. And once again, these are going to be my least favorite that I read in 2022. And actually all of them are books that were not written in 2022. 22 and a handful of a couple of them were everyone loved it but me books as well so I'll remind you of that as well and I'll include the link to that episode in the show notes certainly one of my least favorites is the boy in the striped pajamas and I did do a recording on that that one with Heidi Rabinowitz she offered just such amazing amazing insight about this book and this was, you know, a Holocaust fictional middle grade book by John Boyne. And Heidi really shared in depth how she was extremely offended as a Jewish woman by how he portrayed the characters, how he portrayed the setting, how, you know, how, how the whole book was was set up. And what we really delved into is we talked a lot about, you know, is, is historic fiction, should it be accurate? And Heidi's major concern is that kids will be reading this, this book in middle grade. And I will tell you, my middle grade kiddo, this book is in his class, in his English classrooms library, right? So, you know, if he reads this book or other kids are reading this book, are they understanding the inaccuracies, right? Are they talking about that? So that is what Heidi and I really discussed. And I highly recommend if you've got a kiddo who's going to be reading this book, check out this episode. I I just think she Heidi, like I said, just really, really portrayed and really gave her opinions just just perfectly. So I highly recommend that. Another book that I did do a recording on, but have not released yet for a number of reasons. And it was, I'd seen the movie, but first time reading the book was, was The Help. Help is a book that I just have a lot of conflicted opinions with. And I feel like it kind of idealizes you know, in this case, it's a, a white reporter. And 
I felt like the African-American characters were very stereotypical and didn't get, we didn't really see much of their lives other than their jobs. So I, you know, I'm just going to touch on this just very, very briefly because I think there's just so much more to be said, but I, I definitely did find that, that book to be disappointing. And that is a book that I hope to to talk more in depth about in 2023. Another book that I actually gave two stars to this, and then I was wondering, you guys, maybe if I was a little harsh on this, this is The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osmond. It's actually a really charming book. Like it's kind of a cozy murder mystery. And what I loved about it was I really loved the characters. So it's basically set like in a a senior center and these, you know, folks in their 70s and even older are super smart and intelligent. And they're trying to figure out what happened with this particular, there's like, there's a murder in their town. And I would say, it maybe two thirds of the book. It probably took me the first 50, 100 pages to get used to all the characters. And then the next probably like 100, 150 pages, I really enjoyed it. And then the last 100, 150 pages, we just had more murders and more people showing up and it just confused me. If you're a big, big murder person, you, you know, murder person, that sounds bad, person who really enjoys, you know, these types of books, and you're used to like the confusing turns and and things like that. I think you would enjoy this. I really did enjoy the characters. And I, I thought it was just really delightful. Like I said, probably up until two thirds, then it just got a little too crazy for me. And I couldn't keep track of who was who and how many people were dying and and things like that. But it's definitely, it was definitely delightful in parts and the characters were a lot of fun. And then another book that I just found myself not enjoying and this was an Everyone Loved It But Me book that was released in the fall of 2022. I had the wonderful guest, Tara Wine Queen, and this was The Alchemist. So The Alchemist, I don't know, I I was expecting much more. I was expecting it to be this amazing book. And what she, what Tara and I talked a lot about was how disappointed we were with the way women, the women characters were represented in this book. I mean, there were several lines about, you know, a desert woman just waits and waits for her man to come. So it was just, it was, it was disappointing. It certainly, it was a quick read, right? It was super fast to read, but, but I was definitely disappointed by it for, for sure. And my fifth, I think, least favorite book of 2022 is The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That's also an Everyone Loved It But Me book. Todd McElwee and I discussed that one. It's really interesting because I do wonder if I had read it when it had been published, if I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Getting into a quick spoiler, one of my main problems with that book was, you know, there were horrible things that that happened to women. And at the end, the decision was just to leave it all covered up. And so those families 
could never find out the truth. So that was probably my biggest problem with it. I loved the main character. Certainly was it's a very dark book, so you have to kind of be in the right frame of mind. But I just had a hard time that, you know, women were being yeah, killed and just horrible things happening to them and imagining a world where they decided just to leave that covered up and the families would never get any resolution. So that that was kind of one of my biggest problems with that particular book. And, you know, it's, there, there's definitely, I mean, the, the main protagonist is, is total, I mean, she's, she's badass. Like I really like her and she's quirky and she's kind of wounded and she has a lot of issues, but I did struggle with, with ultimately how, how it ended. So that's, that's where I stand on my favorite books of 2022. And kind of my least favorite and I'm looking forward to 2023 and I'm looking forward to sharing more of those everyone loved it but me books I've been hinting and promising you a couple really good ones coming up and that is going to happen very soon so I as always I really appreciate all of you listening I love it when people send me you know dms I have listeners who will will send me direct messages like hey here's this article you should check out hey here's some thoughts on this book here's another bookish podcast to to check out I love that so always feel free to reach out to me my website is www.everyoneloveditbutme.com I'm also on Instagram Twitter and Facebook and just search everyone loved it but me Lisa Hedger and I will pop up Again, I want to thank you so much for your time. I want to thank you for listening to the show. And as always, if you've got that Everyone Loved It But Me book, please reach out to me. I would, I always have a long, long list of books that I want to discuss, but I love to hear um, the books that you'd like to have me discuss as well. I hope you have a wonderful day, and most importantly, I hope you get time to read today.